At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Okay, Lombardi Line on a Monday. Hope you had a good Halloween weekend. Week 8 caps off tonight. KC Lane, 10 and a half. I got a couple of books at 11 with the Giants in town as Kansas City looks to right themselves. Uh, but Michael Lombardi, this is the Lombardi Line. It's good to see you. I. Yeah. Hey, how about that? The modern tech where I'm back. You know, hey, I mean, it's nice. Look at Michael Lombardi's yeah. on the Lombardi line. That's a, that's a there good concept. Go. Amazing. It's unbelievable. Really? <laughs> I mean, you know, at least it's, we care. Patrick. At least we care. I'm, it's good to be back. Hey, yeah, it's, we're, we're a strong, we're a strong pair, Michael. And uh, I, I would say this, I, we could, we're going to go through every single game from week eight Sunday and there's a juicy storyline coming out of every single game. And by the way, the books bounce back in a big way. I'm sure you saw this. The dogs, eight and six straight up. The dogs, nine, four and one ATS week eight. And we can start with the backups and your boy, Mike White, yeah. <laughs> who we clowned because it's just, it's a basic name and nobody knows a ton about him. But let's start with what happened there down the road from you or up the road from you in Jersey. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I said this going in the game you know, that the Jets had the worst execution of any team in all of football. You know, they averaged 40 rushes and completions. That's all. For a game. Yesterday, Mike White had 38 completions alone. 38 <laughs> completions alone. They had 66 rushes. and Their execution went off the charts. It was unbelievable. We talked about it. We said, look, how are the Bengals going to handle success? We don't know. We weren't sure how this was all going to transpire. And we now know that it didn't, they didn't handle success, that they struggled with success, that it was a real problem. And so, you know, for me, I, I, I you know, they, through all the things, I'm watching the game, Patrick, with 7.59 to go in the game, they're up 11. Yes, they are. Yes, the Bengals You're were. holding that ticket with the Bengals, and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to cash, get a pick six here, or do something. We'll win this game by kind of like how the Buffalo kind of went away from Miami with the 14, and, you know, they were able to cover that game. But, you know, Cincinnati's defense failed to show up for the day, and Mike White just kept, you know, acting like he was the best Jet quarterback in the history of the Jet franchise. I mean, hats off to him. Great call, you know. Will Hill was all over it. All week long, he kept telling me the Jets are going to beat him. I, I mean, and I was dismissing him, but give him credit. He was right. That was a survivor beatdown for a majority. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I just rip up the survivor contest with the Bengals losing 40% outright. 40% of the Circa, 40% of Circa said goodbye. 
And if the Chiefs don't win tonight, I think another 37% go bye-bye. So you're, you could be looking at almost 75% of the contest just being out the door. You mentioned it. An 11-point lead with a little more seven to go in the fourth. Uh, 11 and a half was a closing number with the Bengals laying it on the road. A 34-31 win for the Jets. On Halloween, Zach Taylor dressed up as Zach Taylor, and the Bengals were the Bengals. That's a fax. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And, and, I mean, this was the biggest problem, right? I mean, this was the, – they, they turned the ball over. They get the ball back. Shaq Lawson intercepts it. You know, they, they can't quite get going. And, you know, they had ample opportunity. Mike White wasn't his fault in the first quarter, but throws two interceptions there. They get seven points out of one of those interceptions. But it was, it was a real problem. I mean, it was a real problem. And, and I think that when you look at it, it became, you know, as the longer that they kept the Jets hanging in the game, it became, it became something that they, they couldn't really get their hands on. I didn't think the Bengals would lose. I thought that, you know, coming off the 15 and 13 loss, the Jets would play their best game. But I think the one thing that's pretty clear, when you keep watching the Bengals, their offensive line is, is really bad. I mean, Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon is, does remark. I mean, the touchdown run he had, you know, the left guard didn't block anybody. Span didn't block anybody. No. Carmen, the kid that they drafted from Clemson, he was out of game. Now he's back. He was on the ground every – this offensive line is so bad. I don't know how you can back them. I really don't. I mean, Burrow covers up for so much. The offensive line is a dumpster. But how about this? I'm sitting here jocking while we're trying to get you connected yesterday. I'm jocking this Bengals defense, and for good reason. Any advanced metric you want to look at, this defense has been off the charts. They surrendered more than 500 yards to Mike White and the Jets yesterday. That's completely unacceptable. Unbelievable. And they kept giving him easy throws, and they never put any pressure on him. They never were able to make him play out of his comfort zone. You know, they hit him a couple times. They knocked him out of the game with an illegal hit. You know, and he bounced back and came back in and played, and they got yards after contact. I mean, they were effective on third down. I mean, look, the Jets played the best football game that they've played in a long time offensively. you got to give them credit for that. You do. Okay, let's start with the big news and the breaking news. As we settle in on a Monday, it's good to see Michael, Michael Lombardi. This is the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. I'm Patrick Maher. All of you in Denver listening on Altitude, we welcome you in. Thrilled to be with you. We're going to have some fun, make some money here. Uh, let's talk, as far as record, let's talk about the best team in the AFC just turned into a non-factor. Derrick Henry's done. Yeah. Yep, he's done. And, you know, Patrick, on the, on, right before the field goal, he was still carrying the ball. I think he went he out there with the, the foot ball. injury, Michael. I think he went out there it, with the injury. So it, we saw him on the side. I saw him on the sideline watching the game. He was they had his shoe untied. He was doing That's that. Right. But to me, I mean, this uh, uh, of any position, obviously, quarterback a loss destroys a team. But there's no team in football that's built around the running back like the Tennessee Titans are. There's no team. Nope. Like this basically now, he has become the, the deodorant for all their sins offensively. They can't really drop back pass. We know this. Tannehill has to be in a play-action pass game. And all those third and ones and third and twos that they're able to get and accumulate all the time, they're not going to be able to do it anymore. I mean, they just can't do it. You just can't handle it. Who do they get? You say, well, who are you going to get to replace him? No one. How can you replace this guy? And I think it's going to show some of their inability uh, as a football team and expose their weaknesses even further. I think Mike Vrabel's done a remarkable job. Three games in a row, beats Buffalo, beats Kansas City, goes on the road and beats the Colts. But this one is going to be hard for him to beat. So here's the bottom line. Uh, two off seasons ago, the, conceptually, they had to make a decision. Are we going to go all in on a running back in 2020? They did. They built everything around him, and this is the only thing that couldn't happen. And by the way, to get out of the AFC, they're still your second betting favorite, the Titans, at 5-1. to one. That ain't happening. This team is not the same team without Derrick no. Henry. And let's play it forward, Patrick. Okay, so you're Chris Ballard, the general manager of the Indianapolis Colts. You go home last night, you lose that game, and you think, okay, you know, our season's over. We're, oh, you're we're good? In, we're in deep trouble. <laughs> We're in trouble. Now, but here's why. Okay, I'm going to have to have a talk with Wright. I'm not paying the Eagles a first-round pick for Carson Wentz. So let's back him off a little bit, right? Hmm. Let's like, okay, we're not going to make the playoffs. We're probably, this is not the year we thought. Maybe we can. Let's back him. I don't want to give a one away. Now you get this news and you're saying, okay, yeah, I understand that we're 3-5 and five and they're 6-2, and two, but we can catch up to them. 
I mean, we're gonna, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta beat them by. They beat us by two games, so we're gonna have to really dominate this. But we can do it because there's no team in the league that they could beat. I mean, they lost to the Jets when they had all those injuries. They can lose to anybody. They could lose to anybody without this back. I mean, this injury to me exposes their lack of true talent offensively. They've got great skill, but they have to play in a play-action pass scheme. And Tannehill needs to operate in a play-action pass game. And they can't throw the ball 45 times and expect to win. They need to throw it 30. And if you don't have the big fella chugging, not chugging, chugging, you can lighten the box up. You can play a little less. You can double Julio, double A.J. Everything was centered around this back. You had to, put, you had to have a heavy box all the time with him. It's unbelievable. Hey, Matt Santos, do me a favor. Look up AFC South numbers at BetMGM. I want to get their number now in division. I got a couple of books that took it down. To your point, Michael, he's a league leader, 937 yards. He, he's rushed for more than 350 yards more than anybody else. He's got 10 touchdowns. It's everything. And it's fascinating. That's a, it's a game. I just continue to be disappointed with this Colts defense. And you warned us about this but the defense just when it needs to make plays I love the play I I don't want to kill Wentz for the pick but you tell me about this defense I mean I, I've been bitching about this defense forever and Matt Eberflus said he gets great publicity but they never stop anybody and they're horrible on third down they don't stop anybody on third down you know so for me like what do they do what do, what do they bring to the table I, I don't know and and I think this and I said this on my podcast just a little while ago I mean, Carson Wentz has become the Ricky Fowler of the NFL. He's, he's Ricky Fowler. <laughs> and here's why he's Ricky Fowler. You know, Ricky Fowler plays and everything's great, right? Ricky Fowler on Thursday or Friday, you know, when the pressure's not on him, he'll shoot 64. No problem. Got it, bro. Going to win tournaments. I got 75 commercials, right? But when it comes to, and it's pressure's on and he's within two shots of the lead, the grip gets a little tighter and he shanks it. Next thing you know, we don't hear from Ricky. What happened to Ricky? He's in West Cape May. We don't know where he is. That's Wentz. 0-3, <laughs> no pressure on him. I could come back. I'll play good. Once the pressure's on me and i got to perform and i got to lead my team, I disappear. I mean, him and Ricky Fowler should have dinner together. We I, Titans are minus sixteen hundred to win the division. The Colts are nine to one. This ain't over. They've played eight games. We right. got seventeen weeks here. This is. I, I'm sorry, nine to one feels a little tasty to me right now. And I get it. I, I totally respect what you're saying about Wentz. Derrick Henry's done. I mean, this is like, and the defense is. I there's a moxie to this team because of Rabel, but the defense is just piecing things together as well. No, they are. It's 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 a lot of duct tape on defense. Yes, but look, you can go get away with duct tape on defense because you know you're going to be able to control the ball. You're not going to play a lot. You can kind of be able to handle it. But to me, to me, this injury outside. There's only one player outside of the quarterback position that controls what the offense does in the National Football League as much. If the Cowboys lost Zeke, that wouldn't be a problem. This is a problem. All right, we got to talk about your boy Cooper Rush. And what happened with Zimmer's uh, Minnesota Vikings. And also, when you talk to your son, Mick, I, I bet there's going to be a feeling from that Patriot organization. They should have won by 25 yesterday. They dominated yeah. the Chargers. Let's come back and discuss that. We're just getting started here on a Monday. Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. If you missed anything, remember, M Lombardi NFL on Twitter. We're at VSIN Live. Come on back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, <laughs> hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, football season is here. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com right now or download the BetMGM app. Got everything you want. If you're here in town, stop by MGM property with your state-issued ID and you're ready to bet within minutes. Bet MGM state-of-the-art technology, fan-friendly specials every day of the week. If you have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-522-4700. Okay, we're going to set up Monday Night Football for you as we close out week eight here in just a little bit as we welcome you in. Hope you had a great weekend. Altitude there in Denver. Welcome to the party. Michael Lombardi, this is the Lombardi Line. I'm Patrick Maher. Uh, but I want to discuss uh, the game out in L.A. yesterday. Uh, closed, where did it close, Michael? Closed three and a half, four-ish. And this was a 27-24 win for the Patriots. And here's the thing. A gutsy win on the road, came up with a number of clutch plays, Adrian Phillips with the pick six. I, I didn't feel like they needed that many clutch plays. I just felt like they were the better team. First off, the Chargers cannot stop the run, and the Patriots are just eaten on the ground. They should have ate more on the ground. Because you watch the game, and I think the Patriots are one for four in the red zone, you know, which was really the biggest problem of the game. They yep. couldn't make a play. I didn't think Mac Jones, they won that game yesterday without Mac Jones playing very well. And, and I think this is going to be the underlying theme that goes on about the Chargers. Is, and and it's, it's started to happen a little bit here. When you can keep Mike Williams from making big plays, I think he had two catches for 16 yards, right? And you let and you let Keenan Allen have as many catches as he wants. No big deal. He's you know he's not going to beat you down the field. But Mike Williams makes big plays, and because the Chargers can't stop the run game, because the Chargers never get old control of the running game, and this probably makes all these analytical people really upset. But because but because they can't get control of the run game, you know that you control the ball for so long, mm. and so you're able to you're able to to uh, make them have to, and then they don't make big plays, it puts them in a lot of tough situations. They're 4 for 12 on third down. So there's a theme on how to play the Chargers, and it starts with their inability to stop you from running the ball, controlling the clock. I mean, when they beat the Brownies, they had the ball 23 minutes and had almost 500 yards. But the Brownies gave up big plays in that game. The next week against Don Martindale and the Baltimore Ravens, they didn't get any big plays. Belichick wasn't going to give big plays. He gave big plays in the run game because they missed tackles. But for the most part, they were able to. They were not able to to really make any plays down the field, and it became really a problem. 
you just said it four for 12 on third downs, which then tilts the time. Of, uh, I mean, they felt like the Patriots had the ball more. I'll, I'll take a look at the time of possession, but that was in Herbert. We saw him forcing a few throws, which we hadn't really seen with the two interceptions. And frankly, if you're the Patriots, it's almost like last week, Michael, we discussed the Rams winning at home ugly against, and you saw a, rec- a reconcerted focus against Houston. Mac Jones didn't do anything. And they still won no. this game, and he was inaccurate. So this was his worst game as a pro, and they still walk out on the road with a win. Yeah, I mean, it really was. I mean, Mac Jones was, I mean, missed a lot of throws. He had guys open. He kind of played like a rookie yesterday, and they were able to overcome it. Now, they only had one turnover. They protected the ball, but I think what they were able to do is they were able to continue to control the line of scrimmage. We saw their offensive line really play well. We saw their offensive line not allow it. I mean, he only was sacked one time in the game. So, you know, he did a really good job of protecting the football. And that last drive of the game where they were able to basically force the game to an onside kick game. Run the ball down the field. They didn't get the touchdown, but they went up by 10. And now it's an onside kick game. And the next thing you know, the Chargers had no chance really to, to come back. And unless they got the onside kick, the game was over. Great win for the Patriots. Great I mean, they win. went out there and they dominated the game. And the Chargers coming off the bye are wondering, like, what happened? You know, but at the end of the day, until they can figure out how to get Mike Williams the football down the field or come up with an intermediate passing game, and Jarrett Cooks was nothing in the game. He didn't even have a catch. So that's a real issue. So if you take a look at the AFC, so Buffalo, obviously your favorite, and Baltimore still a, a very dangerous team. But you start to look around. Cincinnati with a terrible loss on the road when they started to ascend. Cleveland looking disastrous. I mean, so you start to look around. All of a sudden... New England is four and four, just creeping and getting better, getting better up front on both sides, which is something you keep stressing. Yeah, and, and I think this, you know, when you look, they played the Bucks as well as you can play them. Admitted it was a rain game and that helped. Played the Cowboys into overtime. I mean, you know, you know, we we didn't talk about the Cowboy game, but Mac Jones and the and the Patriot offense moved the ball against the Cowboys. What what Kirk Cousins couldn't do playing at home. Kirk Cousins couldn't do it. I mean, that was embarrassing last night, one for 13 by the Vikings. Mm. You know, we can talk about Cooper Rush playing. Well, they held him to 20 points, big deal. You, should, you were going in that game thinking that Minnesota, that game was going to be in the 30s, and Minnesota would have moved the football much uh, with, with better ability, and they didn't. And I think that this Patriot team has shown that they can play with anybody. Now, they can't turn the ball over. They had one turnover. They, got, they, they won the turnover battle yesterday. In, in the prior games, they've had two games so far this year where they didn't commit a turnover. That was against the Jets in both games. So they are getting better. And that now that we enter the month of November, we'll see them continue to improve. They're physical up front. The line is playing better. Okay, I want to set up Monday Night Football, but you just mentioned it, so let's delve into last night. Before we do, just to let you know, mm-hmm. we're gonna, we've got Step Into My Office coming up in just a little bit. That's going to be fun, always on Mondays. Thomas Gable's going to join. Will Hill's going to join. Josh is going to join. So a busy Lombardi line. Um, that's a backup. That's a situation. Zimmer's been there forever. You can't lose that football game last night. You just can't. No. And, and, you know, I, I mean, the, the rhetoric coming out of Minnesota was, well, you know, the Vikings didn't know Cooper Rush was going to play. Who cares? Who cares? Right? Who cares? I mean, they play good defense. If they just tackle Zeke Elliott, the game's going to go to overtime. I mean, they just tackle Zeke Elliott. I mean, Cooper made a great throw on the middle read against cover two. If they just tackle him, you know, they're going to get this thing over. But I think it, it took, you know, they didn't tackle well. And really, this problem wasn't on Cooper. This wasn't because Cooper Rush played great. He played, played fine. It was their inability offensively to do anything. Run, run, third down, can't convert. Run, run, third down, can't convert. I mean, the play calling was conservative. atrocious last It night. was so conservative. It was ridiculously oh. bad. They kept trying to run bootlegs, and they weren't getting anything. Every time they tried to run a boot, there was somebody in the cousin's face. There was no drop-back pass game. You know, and, and Dan Quinn, give him credit. He said that he said to Minnesota, you have no drop back pass game. You can't beat me. I'm going to take away your nakeds and boots. And what, what, you, what are you going to be able to throw? It's the same thing that happened in Cleveland. Cleveland couldn't throw the ball down the field either. You know, and this is what's going on. I think now that we are in week eight, teams have defined themselves. This is who they are, and this is how you got to play them. And the answers must come from the coaches now to figure out how we're going to handle this. I mean, look at the average on Cousins, 5.3, Cooper Rush, 8-1. It was just 
And you can we can blame Cousin. Cousins gets killed all the time. I just thought it was conservative, gross play calling. I thought it was horrible. I thought it was a horrible plan. I thought it was a horrible plan, Patrick. I mean, it really made no sense. They didn't attack the Cowboys at all. I didn't know what they were trying to yep. do. Yep. They didn't really have any rhythm to what they were doing. First and goal with the five. You know, you got that ball there. You can't, you know one thing. Their offense is good, whether Cooper's playing quarterback or not. You're not going to win the game off of three points. You got to you got to score a touchdown there, and they go three bad plays. They lose four yards on the first down call. Be I mean, this is when it matters the most. I mean, Clint Kubiak just. I mean, he's got to look at himself. And say, I didn't do a good job here. Like my team wasn't ready to play. You got to be aggressive. I mean, you're at home. It's prime time. You got to back. I, listen, I don't care about not preparing for Cooper Rush. You should be prepared to beat Cooper Rush. Amari Cooper goes for 122. CD Lamb goes for 112. Cedric Wilson, all the look. I mean, he was ridiculous. 84. I mean, they were. I mean, it's just. And what a pass. How about that throw Cedric Wilson makes in the game? I mean, what a <laughs> great a, throw. It was unbelievable. Like, they have so many like, weapons offensively. He's got a better arm than Tua. I mean, if I'm Miami, I might trade for him to be the quarterback. All right. Although Tua played great. Just look, just talk to Pro Football Photo. No, he played great. No, he did not. He played great no, again no, yesterday. No, he very he much He played did great. Not. Don't he, talk to me about it. He played great. He threw He's underrated, Patrick. He's underrated. He's very rated. We have people perfectly. that say he's underrated. Nope. He's nope. not getting the respect he deserves. I appreciate you, but you're lying to me. And Pro Football Focus. Uh, but here's the thing. And bow to the altar. Uh, Tua threw an out yesterday. That it still hasn't. They serve lunch on that. It still hasn't got. It still hasn't got there. It is. It's it's a balloon floating. It's a balloon. It's insulting to my intelligence to actually think that people think he's playing well. Like you can't play like that. Like the ball's (laughs) hanging in the air. They like that. Literally, there's there's meals on those flights. You're getting breakfast and lunch on that flight. It's in the air so long. Mm. Two is bringing back the service industry in the air. And it's for the defense. And by the way, we can, and we only got a minute here, uh, but just quickly, uh, we can no longer say that the Detroit Lions play hard. And again, now we're going to see the coach's impact. This is very much potentially an 0-17 team. They are so bad, it's laughable. And their pad level will be better next week because Coach Spielman will get in there and coach their pad level. I bet he'll fix the problems. Mm -hmm. It's really miserable effort against a a bad football team. No offense to uh, your, your yeah. peeps. There. Although they're going to win the Super Bowl here in Philly right now. I mean, well, they're they going to win the Super Bowl Congratulations. Here. Yeah, of course. They're back. They're back, baby. Just We're going to get a bronze statue of Nick Sirianni. They're back. Oh, they're back. Yeah, they're back. Oh, Nick they're back. Sirianni. Planting flowers. He's got the visor. Coach of the year. Don't don't kid about C-O-Y. it. C-O-Y. And MVP Tua. <laughs> we come back. Thomas Gable joins. We'll find out what happened at the Borgata yesterday. Shout to Tua. Okay, massive breaking NFL news in just a second for our friends in Denver. We got you. But first, midseason football special, 99 bucks. We're giving you everything to make cash. Think about it as an investment. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Daily best bet emails. The 24-7 videos. Literally everything we offer for 99 bucks the rest of the year. You can't beat it. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay, the face of the Denver Broncos for years is... A Ram. Breaking news. The Broncos are finalizing a deal. Michael Lombardi, we're going to bring Thomas Gable in as well to send eight-time Pro Bowler linebacker Von Miller to the Rams. Your thoughts, Michael Lombardi? Well, I think it's a salary dump, Patrick. I mean, I don't think Von Miller's been the same player this year or last year. He was hurt last year, but he hasn't been the same player. He doesn't have the same explosiveness that he once had, and and his ability to control the pass rush like he did is not the same. But you know, he's still a effective player to go along with Von to go along with Aaron Donald inside and you know Leonard Floyd out there. It certainly will give them some help, and and they can utilize his skill and not maybe not play him as many plays. But I think it's a salary dump more than anything. I know people are going to get caught up with the name, and he's got great history with the Broncos, and he was a sensational player. But there's an old saying, then is then, now is now. He's not the same player. 
you know, now he may come in and help the Rams a little bit, get them a little edge and help them on third down. But this is not a long-term solution. I, I, I frankly think that Denver decided that they – I don't know what they're going to get. They say second-day pick, does that mean – is that a second and a third? You know, are they given two – or does it mean third-day picks, four, five, and six? I mean, that really means to be seen. Here's what I do know. When Les Sneed sees a draft pick, he gets an itch and he gets a rash and he just wants to get rid of it. <laughs> he does not like draft picks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in Thomas. Yeah, they don't have no problem taking on salary. It's going to no. be interesting how they're going to how they're going to maneuver the salary around. No, get them some Benadryl when those draft picks are on. TGZ Thomas Gable runs the race and sports book at the Borgata. Uh, thank you for being accommodating yesterday and still still sending over your notes, Thomas. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys? I we're not doing as well as you. My guess is you killed it yesterday <laughs> at the book. No, we didn't kill. It was a mixed bag for us here, Patrick. We uh. Uh, lost six figures on that Bills Dolphins game with the Bills covering. Um, you know, very bad game for us, but the Jets, and I don't say this very frequently, the Jets saved the day for us uh, by beating the Bengals outright. So that kind of covered that loss up from the Bills. But yeah, it was a mixed bag. We had big decisions on the Patriots um, and Chargers, which didn't go our way. We had a big decision on Denver and Washington, which didn't go our way. But uh, overall, I mean, it was fine. It just it wasn't a banner day by any means. You know, when you're sitting there with Thomas with 7.29 to go and the Jets are losing by 11, what were you thinking at that point? Well, the Jets, you if you were watching that game, I mean, you just felt like the, it was sitting there for the taking for them. And you were watching the flow of the game. I mean, uh, White, I think, had a couple interceptions that were tipped, you know, early on, but it just seemed like this was the day for the Jets to take one from the Bengals. It just, it just felt that way for me watching that game, that this was – the Jets could at least cover that number, which closed at 11-and-a-half. Uh, but, you know, were they going to win outright? And I don't know if I felt that way, but I definitely felt that they were going to be able to cover that. What you have – where was the liability last night with Cooper Rush in Dallas there in Minnesota? So the Vikings closed four and a half, and everybody was betting the Vikings uh, throughout the week. I mean, people I think expected Dak to miss the game, and so that was ended up being a good good result for us with uh, with the Cowboys winning. Uh, everybody was taking Minnesota yesterday. So Denver. Wins yesterday, they cover. Uh, Washington, Washington's a disaster, Michael. We have to talk about them later. I don't know if Ron Rivera is going to last there. Anyway, uh, so uh, Von Miller to Denver. I just, you're a great sports fan. I just get your thoughts on that, Thomas. Um, yeah, I mean, going to L.A. Right uh, to the Rams. Yeah, he's going to the Rams. It just happened. Yeah, yeah going to the Rams. Yeah, yep. So, uh, I mean, the Cardinals still favored in, in that division. Uh, they're minus one thirty. The Rams plus one fifteen. But I like the Rams overall to to win the NFC West. Um, you know, I I think that's uh, that would be the play if I was going to play that. And then, of course, the other big news is you know Derrick Henry uh, with his injury for the Titans. And the Titans are huge favorites to win that, win the AFC South, and I think they still probably uh, are certainly in the driver's seat based on record and what they have left to play on their schedule um, with two games against the Texans, uh, another one against the Jags. But, uh, you know, as far as their, their title hopes go, I mean, this is a big setback for them. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the other thing, you know, is is now how let, let let me start with this. The Rams are playing the Texan the 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 Titans uh, next Sunday night, right? What would that line have been, Thomas, had you if when you heard the news if Henry wasn't hurt, Henry gets through the game, you set the line. What would the line so have already, been and now what is the line? Yeah, so it already moved a point. And and Derrick Henry's uh, a player, you know, typically we don't see skill position players really affect the number uh, on a game. There's a handful of guys who I feel, you know, are between a point and two points. Derrick Henry's one of those guys. He's one. He's one of the few. Tyree kills another. Um, probably Kelsey on the Chiefs is another. But the, Derrick Henry, I would say, is between you know a point and a half and two that I would say is that he's worth to the number. Uh, there's not many of them that are out there, non-quarterback uh, players in the league that you can say that about that are worth anything to the number, but he's one of them. Yeah. 
It's fascinating. That game opened up, Patrick, opened up six and a half, and it went right to seven and a half immediately. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if it ticks up to eight before too long. Yeah, as far as points applied to players, Thomas is always preaching it's the quarterback. The quarterback moves the number. But he, yeah. he, Thomas, he's got 10 touchdowns. He's got 1,000 yards. He's got more than 350 yards rushing than anybody else. Like Michael said, the, the offense is just built around this running back. That's what that – conceptually, it changes things moving forward. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. A huge win for them yesterday. We needed the Titans in that game. Everybody was betting the Colts. Um, and, you know, the Colts are finally healthy now. But, you know, Carson Wentz um, – Ricky Fowler, call him Ricky Fowler, Carson Fowler. (laughs) He's comparing him to Ricky Fowler. Fowler. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. he's Ricky Fowler without the clothing deal, is what he is, (laughs) and and the endorsement deal. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't have all the commercials without the vaccine. You know. Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, shank it into the woods. I'm in the lead. No, I'm going in the woods now. Too much pressure on me. I can't handle. I mean, oh my gosh. Oh, that is hilarious. So you you yeah, went so out I mean, you went out there with the with t- the, the Titans. The Titans were good for us yesterday. Uh, the Panthers were decent result, and the Philadelphia Florists actually uh, came through for us as well. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> the Florists? You call them the, the florist. Philadelphia Florists? You're getting into botany there with your boy. Lo- I love it. I love yeah, it. It I obviously worked. So it obviously worked, Patrick. <laughs> You're so funny. They're digging those roots. That's right. They're they're coming. Who are you going to need tonight? You set it up for us. So right now the uh, the Chiefs are ten and a half point favorites. Total is fifty two and a half. That's uh, only ticked up a half a point. We opened this uh, Chiefs laying nine and a half. Sixty uh, percent of the tickets, sixty seven percent of the money currently on Kansas City here. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some more Giants money come in uh, as we're apt to do here. This is probably just going to be a very evenly bet game for us in this market, um, especially at at this. Uh, when it's hanging around 10, 10 and a half, uh, I think we'll see some Giants money here. Just out of inquisitiveness, do you are you getting what's the handle been like for the World Series? It's a World Series that's obviously <laughs> under the radar nationally, but I mean it's been, for example, last Thursday night that doubles a World Series game as far as ratings. The the NFL it's double. So I was just curious mm-hmm. as far as your handle. Yeah, I think the handle's certainly been reduced. Uh, when you look at it per game, uh, but when you don't have, especially, you know, baseball's still pretty local for the most part. I mean, you do have some national teams, but, you know, we're kind of in the market for those national teams anyway. We're in the backyard of the Yankees and, you know, the Mets and so forth, those big market teams. So um, Houston Atlanta doesn't really move the needle for us here. Um, so the handle hasn't been fantastic game by game. Uh, but I mean, we're in good shape. No matter who wins uh, the World Series, we're, we'll uh, we'll make some money either way. So you're a big Robert Salah fan today, big Jets fan, Thomas Gable. Big Jets fan, big White fan too. Yeah, we don't need to see <laughs> Zach Wilson back. <laughs> Mike, Mike, Mike White. White. Yeah, uh, it's unbelievable. I mean, I love it. Well, listen, he only but, had eight incompletions. Don't 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 you know? I mean, it's impressive. I'm watching the. I'm watching it right now. What what were the linebackers essentially doing? My gosh, they were giving them everything uh, underneath. Anyway, Thomas Gable, wonderful as always. Borgata, he's in a. He, he's got a little extra pep in his step thanks to the Jetsies today. Uh, TG, thank yeah. you, buddy. Have a good week. Thanks, TG. Appreciate yeah, it. Doesn't it. happen often. Thanks to the Jeff. <laughs> <But> <laughs> the, it, Phil- the Philadelphia Florist is that's the line of the day. The, the Mr. Yeah, no doubt. Y- your boy there coaching with Phil. Hey, the remedy is head to Detroit and take on a Dan Campbell coach team because yeah, I'm so mad at myself. I mean, I should have really been hitting that one. There was no way that you know, in my head that you know, like I said to you, my number said Detroit. There's no way I would ever. T- I was never turning that card in on Detroit. It, it was there was a survivor pick that people missed up on. Very good point. All right. Next, William Hill is going to join to talk about his Vikings and more. And we'll continue with the news. That is, Von Miller is a Ram.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, tonight welcomes you. Lock of the year. Here's the deal. If you're a new better over at BetMGM, 10 bucks tonight wins you 200 if the Giants or the Chiefs score a touchdown. That's going to happen. You're going to win the money. Bonus code is VSIN200, V-S-I-N-200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. And also, uh, you got to be 21 years or older if you have a gambling problem, 1-800-GAMBLER. Again, new better, go win 200 bucks there for free. Touchdown tonight, BetMGM. Okay, we welcome you back. The big news, as we say hi, what's the uh, trade deadline's tomorrow, right, Michael? The second. Yep, yep. 4 o'clock. So a big move, and for our friends that are joining us, uh, today is the first day we're on in Denver. They're Altitude 950. Uh, congrats. I mean, the face of the franchise. We're going to bring in our buddy Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly. Uh, but let's get it going. Just your thoughts again on Von Miller to the Rams, Michael. So they give up, but they get a two and a three back in the O2 draft, which they had. I mean, how do you turn this deal down? You, you still need a quarterback. I know Bronco fans are thinking, okay, we could still make the playoffs. Who are you beating? I mean, seriously, who are you beating? You struggled to beat Washington yesterday. Mm-hmm. You know, Teddy Two Gloves was just average at best, right? Almost lost that game. I mean, Melvin Gordon fumbles with, what, 37 seconds left to go in the game? How do you do that? I've never seen a team, I'm sure Bronco fans would admit this, I've never seen a team that throws the ball eight yards short of the sticks and expects the receivers to run for the first down on third down. It's unbelievable. Like, they don't ever work the ball down the field. They've got good skill players. So, for me, I mean, look, you're not going anywhere this year. Let's be honest. If you make the playoffs, really, where who are you beating? Who are you beating? I mean, what are they? what's the line against Dallas this week? Are they eight-point dogs, seven-and-a-half-point dogs? Whatever it's, it is, yeah. why not get the draft capital, get a two and a three, get Von Miller, thank him very much for all the years he's done. He's not the same player, but he'll be better for the Rams than he was for the Broncos, and and start to figure out how we can build a treasure chest to go get a quarterback. Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly, of course, as well. VEASAN.com, I want to congratulate Will. New York CityCast, the new podcast he's hosting. Congratulations to Will on that. Uh, Will, as we say hi, your reaction, Von Miller is a Ram. Yeah, the Rams, they just keep doubling down. They, you know, they don't care about picks. They get these guys that can help them right away. Uh, you know, it makes some sense from them. Makes makes some sense, as Lombardi said, for the Broncos. So I see it from both ways. You know, the, the Rams, they keep thinking, you know, they're a player away. And they're just, you know, they're loading up. They, they got like a two or 
maybe a three-year window uh, to win this thing, and they're going for it. So, so I see it from both sides, absolutely. Here's Lombardi on Twitter, M. Lombardi NFL. Great trade for Denver. Need the picks. Need the quarterback and the capital to get one. Hard to say goodbye to a great player, but it's a move they needed to make. Well put, Michael. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, you take emotion out of it, right? You got to take, look, Vaughn was great. And nobody, look, uh, you know, 2015, I'm at that, where I'm working for the Patriots, we couldn't block him. You know, he, he knew the snap count. He was off the ball before ever. He was tremendous. Yeah. And he'll always be a Bronco. But that was then, and this is now. And he had really, I mean, his impact on that defense wasn't as what people think it is. I don't care what pro football focus graded him out. I mean, just watch the tape. And he's not really dominating the game like he once did. Now, he'll be better, but I don't know if he really will be because he'll get single blocked over there. He wasn't getting double teamed. It wasn't like they set the protection to him. I mean, this has really been tragic for Bronco fans because they drafted Bradley Chubb to pair with Von Miller and give them two great edge rushers. And I think they ended up in their entire career playing 30 games together because Chubb's still on IR. And so... You know, it ends up not really panning out. I think George Payton did a smart thing. You know, take the short term. You're going to get killed for it. What an idiot trading away Von Miller. But, you know, you get some good picks, and now you got a chance to go get a quarterback. Because if you, when you drive home from the stadium last night and you just beat Washington 17-10, they say, oh, my God, I, we have no quarterback. We can't function. We scored 17 points. We had 275 yards against a bad defense. Yep. Absolutely. Well, last night, Dallas, another under in prime time and a outright winner for duck, the dog. You better duck, Patrick. You better duck. Uh, you better duck. He's kind of come at you. Oh, you better duck. He's what, a what Viking fan. I, Remember I, this, man. I, I know. And so I'm on State <laughs> of the Union on, on your Vikings there, Will. Where do you want me to start? I mean, how about the – I don't know if you guys mentioned the two-minute drill before the half. I mean, there's Ugh. 40 seconds left or 30 seconds left. They throw it four yards inbounds. They have a timeout, and they basically don't run another play. They end up taking a knee with one second left. <laughs> Cousins, Zimmer, it's over. They can all go. I defended Zimmer. He's been a good coach. He's been a good against the spread. He's covered numbers, which is all we care about. But it's time. He's been there the better part of a decade. He, he stuck in 20 years ago. That game plan last night was literally one of the worst ones I've ever seen. I mean, Cousins throwing the ball short of the sticks. The offensive line has issues. You said it best. You can't lose that game. I mean, that's that's as bad as it gets. That might be the worst loss of the Zimmer tenure. That was so bad. That's the kind of game that gets you fired on national TV. And you know what? I, I think that probably not going to happen right away, but at some point that'll be the uh, the kiss of death for them because the schedule's brutal coming up. They got at the Ravens, at the Chargers, the Packers. They still play the Rams. The schedule's brutal. I mean, they got some talent. They got some players. But, look, I'd be looking to trade Cook. I would trade Cook to the Titans if I could get some picks back. I said this on Twitter. Maybe get get a second-round pick and maybe get, like, an intern that we could promote to offensive coordinator or head coach. So maybe you could just rebuild that. <laughs> Will is fed up, Michael. I love this Will. He, he is fed up with his Vikings. He's 100% right, by the way. It was really one of the worst worst game plans I've seen all year. I mean, I didn't know what they were trying to accomplish. It was like they were treating the Packers like they were treating the Cowboys like they were playing the road game, like they couldn't block them, you know, and, and they kept trying to run the outside zone and the Cowboys' speed kept catching up to them and there was no intermediate passing game. Where was Thielen? Like, I, I mean, I, I, was he lost? Was he in West Cape May? I couldn't find him, you know, and Jefferson – like, where was their intermediate passing game? The first drive of the game, they got a matchup with the tight end against the safety, and they completed the pass. We never saw that again. It was really bad. I, I was disappointed, and I thought they would move the ball. The, the way I visualized that game was I thought it would be too – I thought that the Vikings would move the ball, and with Cooper Rush playing, there would be too many times where the Cowboys would stall. I thought they would move the ball, but I thought they would stall, and I was wrong. Well, you can continue to rant if you'd like. Well, I had the Vikings money line for a good amount of money, and I waited, I waited, I bought back a little bit, four and a half, and I was sitting there on three where I just had a gorgeous middle set up, and if it landed on three, man, I would have done really well. Down three late, uh, was it Breland drops an interception, then, of course, Zeke breaks the tackle. That was a ridiculous delay game call. Uh, the refs blew that one. You should just ignore the timeout. You don't do that. Like, you don't grant the timeout and, and take the timeout and penalize, and that was stupid. But, look, they did the game. They got outgained. Yards per play, yardage. It was really bad. It was really bad. And we talk about all these quarterbacks, Cousins and Wentz and Darnold. We have all these conversations about them. There's nothing to discuss. We know who they are. They look good some weeks. They look terrible the other weeks. Like, these guys, they're NFL quarterbacks, but you're not winning anything with them. Cousins falls into that category. He'll look good at times. He'll tease you, but you know, for paying him what they're paying him, he's just not worth it. This is a total intangible. I don't know how you measure it, but shouldn't Zimmer's team's kind of soft. 
Zimmer just projects this like tough guy, and it's a. I feel like the Vikings. It's just like last night there was they were toothless. There was no bite. Will it was just. Ugh. The quarterback's soft. They're bad up front. I mean, you, you Lombardi mentioned he never seen a team like Denver that loves to throw short of the sticks. The, the Vikings are raising their hand. They love to throw short of the sticks inbounds, especially that two minute drill. Especially the one at the end of the game was bad too, where they're just throwing it inbounds and short. It's just. It's so bad. They need to clean house, which is tough because they got some players. I mean, Cook and Jefferson and, and Thielen's a good player. So, you know, they're young in some spots. I don't know if it's a total rebuild. It's not like they're the Lions or the Texans or something. But they're kind of in between where they're close enough where they can compete for a playoff spot. But, you know, they're fooling themselves if they think they're ever winning anything meaningful with this quarterback-coach combination. It's just not going to happen. We're losing Will's connection. I want to get his pick. Michael, just quickly on Jefferson, that could have been a game-changer when he slowed down. Cousins threw the ball perfectly along that sideline. Jefferson yeah. slowed down, and that that could that was going to be a score. That could have been a total shifter, yep. right? You know, all they, you know, to me, when you're playing against a team that you, you want that quarterback to have to feel the pressure, you got to get the lead. You got to go up 14 and make him have to throw it every snap. He'll make a mistake. I mean, he played well, but he never played outside his comfort zone. Oh, well put. Okay, well, your connection's breaking up a little bit. I just want to get your play tonight. Giants at Kansas City. It's 10 and a half and 52. Yeah, it would lead to the Giants. I mean, the Chiefs have just gotten enough of my money. I think I made the decision at some point at the end of last year, like I'm just, I'm done with the chiefs. They're just so bad on defense. They're so bad taking care of the ball that I would lean towards the giants. Uh, a couple of rushing props. I actually logged like Jones over 22 and a half yards and Mahomes over 22 and a half yards, just from the matchup. I think these teams play soft on Mahomes, So there's going to be room to run for him. And you know, the chiefs are bad against the run. So that leaves, you know, the RPO game, the play action game open for Jones to take off and run. Okay, great job, Will. Point Spread Weekly, of course. City, New York City Cast, the new podcast, Beeson.com slash podcast for our buddy, Will Hill. Thank you, buddy. Enjoy the football, and I'm, I'm sorry about your Vikings. That's, uh, Thanks, Will. <laughs> that is a fired-up Will Hill. Does, uh, Zim, is Zimmer the coach of the uh, Minnesota Vikings next year? Great question. I, I mean, I think a lot of it's going to determine where, where this thing goes this year. You know, I mean, where are they going? You know, and, you know, they've kind of gone. I mean, the, what they pay Cousins, they're all in. You know, they're all in. Where are they turning this thing around? Not going to win the division because no. after a week one, the, the, the Green Bay is just completely taken off. Uh, speaking of, I, I, there's no transition, but we have to talk about Jameis Winston. So the news is in. The yeah. knees tore up ACL and MCL. We'll get Michael's reaction to the Saints, who somehow just keep continuing to roll. Trevor Simeon, anyone? We continue. It's a Lombardi oh. line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.